Wrecked Podcast is brought to you by Honey Miner. Want to start mining but never had the technical skills or time? Honey Miner is the answer. Honey Miner is a one-click install mining software that downloads directly to your computer and earns you Bitcoin. No more writing scripts or configurations. Just download the desktop app and start mining immediately. What are you waiting for? Go to HoneyMiner.com and start earning Bitcoin while you sleep today. That's HoneyMiner.com, on Twitter at GetHoneyMiner, and Telegram at T.me backslash HoneyMiner. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Shil Nye, and this is Rex. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye, the science guy. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu Betts alongside my other wonderful hosts as always. Today we have Cynthia back. Cynthia, how are you doing? I'm great. I came back just for Raptor Jesus 42. Oh, well, that's, uh, I'm sure he's going to love that. You should have, uh, you obviously didn't hear our, uh, episode yet from that we recorded yesterday. We compared, we dubbed Raptor Jesus 42 as part of the family and he, (laughs) we said he's like our dog that always kind of just tries to bite you. So, (laughs) um, and as always, as always, we have Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, bud? Doing pretty good today, you know. It's uh, late afternoon. Got a got a bevy, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna record with uh, a high profile guest today. So it's, it's high a profile. Day. Speaking of our high profile guest, um, we are very pleased to have with us today the one and only Shill Nye. Shill, how you doing, man? What is up, everybody? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Um, just got back from Asia last week. Landed in LA. Now I'm in Las Vegas. Man, I'm I'm, I'm non-stop but i'm good you are rolling everywhere man it's uh it's how was asia it looked by your twitter that it was pretty freaking cool <laughs> yeah asia was insane you know um some of the biggest conferences were out there over the last couple months and, and the next couple months too i'm headed back next month um but it's it's pretty cool it's a different environment for crypto there's a different mentality and, and people are people are like way more advanced than, than they are here out here in the u.s <laughs> Yeah, well, we uh, more, yeah we uh, dubbed ourselves last night on the podcast that Americans are dumb in crypto, so <laughs> so that checks out. <laughs> I, I was interested to find out how uh, the road trip was with with Digital Lawrence to Las Vegas. Oh, it's great, man! Yeah, so Digital Lawrence and I, he's just literally just sitting right over there. Uh, we uh, we uh, met up in Bali because uh, he saw that I, was, I, I made a tweet. He said, yo, I'm in Bali too for a few more days. Let's meet up. And we, we sat down. And uh, funny thing is he thought I was a completely different person. He thought I was like <laughs> a 50-year-old man and like a really creepy 50-year-old man because apparently uh, we were supposed to meet up at Consensus. Just a quick side story. We were supposed to meet up at Consensus. And... Um, and apparently he went to the party where I was at and he saw a guy. I told him, I was like, Hey, I'm in a gold jacket. Meet me at the party. I'm like one of the only people in a gold jacket. And he goes to the party and he sees some guy in a gold jacket. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, she'll I? And the guy was like, yeah. And apparently <laughs> this conspiracy theorist, like 50 year old man, like 
and and just extremely creepy and he creeped him out and he was like yo shell is like a little weird like i don't know if i ever <laughs> that is awesome well you know we always keep we we've brought this up a couple times on the podcast and now it's it's interesting to hear you say that that like it's tough being a twitter avatar you know what i mean so um I, I guess recently you have, you know, you got rid of the old uh, Shul Nye avatar with, you know, Bill Nye, the science guy, and you've gone to uh, almost your whole face. So, uh, yeah, you got a good quarter of my face going. It's, it's good. Yeah. So, well, at least no one now will uh, confuse you for a 50-year-old man. That's for sure. Exactly. exactly. That's pretty cool, man. So um, what are you out in Vegas for? Uh, there's a event today called Chainx Exchange, which is pretty much a crypto conference, uh, with Steve Wozniak and, and Gary Vaynerchuk. And, uh, and then there's another one at the end of the, end of the weekend for a few days. So we're just going to kick it out in Vegas, meet up with a few people and, uh, and rock it. That's awesome. I love Vegas. Um, I've, I've, I'm jealous. So, <laughs> um, yeah, man. So thank you for joining us. I, I don't know. Is this, uh, have you done any other podcasts before? Uh, I've done a couple so far. Couple. Well, yeah. we are we are very uh, we're very glad to have you. Um, so we like to start off, kind of let the audience get to know a little bit about you and your journey through crypto. Um, you know, we we are wrecked podcast, so we've got a lot of listeners that you know are either new to the space or uh, hashtag bought the top. Um, so you know, <laughs> let let let, uh, let our audience know a little bit about how you got started, where you came from, and how you got to where you are now. Totally, man. Totally. So I first bought my first crypto back in 2012, 2013, um, just Bitcoin and, and bought Litecoin when it first came out. But, um, you know, back then we weren't thinking of it as like, oh, this is an investment. This is like possibly going to be huge in the future. Like we like the technology. We like, we like the idea of it, but, um, to be like straight up forward, like we were just buying it to, 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 uh, we're using it to buy drugs online, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, was right. just, I was just about to ask him, like, is this just to buy weed online? And yeah, like it's just for the Silk Road, you know. Like that was the only reason we were doing it. But uh, it did give me a cool, like, little intro into the technology and, and what it was about and, and what it was, what, what it was even used for. Uh, so I saw some potential in it back then. I was, I was making mobile apps and doing different stuff back then in the entrepreneurial realm. Saw some potential. Didn't spend a full time on it. And then, uh, last year, my buddy hit me up. Um, he was like, yo, man, let's, let's sit down and chat. I'm getting into crypto. I'm doing some investments. Um, and, uh, you, you might be interested in it. So I sat down with him and just got really inspired by it and ended up spending like 18 hours a day just learning about it and learning about how to get into it and how to be a better trader, how to be a better investor. And, um, and yeah, that's kind of, kind of how I got full time with the gig. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So um, I think that's definitely a common theme. I when I learned about it and actually learned, you know, kind of what it was and what it could do and all that stuff, I was obsessed and I spent so much time on it. And, you know, to the point where, you know, like you said, 12, 14, 16 hours a day, like waking up out of your sleep to check prices and stuff like that. So I feel like <laughs> it's it, like. Any story where somebody, when you first get into crypto, everybody says they fell down the rabbit hole and we all go through this like addicts binge of like our life revolves around crypto for like three days straight, like 24 hours a day. You're like cracked out, eyes twitching, like, you know, I'm still, cra <laughs> I'm still cracked out, eyes twitching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but that's cool, man. So, um, when, so when was it then that you really like, uh, dove in with everything you have? Like, when was it exactly kind of where you went from, okay, Silk Road's cool to, all right, I'm, I'm all in and I'm like, I'm, you know, going to invest everything I got here. Like middle of 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Something there. Yeah. I, I just dove in, you know, um, I was working a job I hated. I was doing a bunch of stuff that I hated. I knew, and and I was participating in habits that I knew weren't good for me. So I just pretty much said, you know what? Forget these habits. I'm quitting all this stuff. Um, and I went actually like 100% sober. I quit smoking cigarettes, drinking everything. That's awesome. Um, and I, yeah, because I, I was like looking at it, and I was like, you know, this is an opportunity. Like this is a big opportunity. I can really like do well for myself in crypto and and. Um, at, at the time it was only about money. I was like, you know, I can make a lot of money. I've never really sure. had a ton of money in my life. And I was like, I can make a lot of money and I can create like financial stability where I can travel and do other cool things for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was like middle of 2017 that I started that and, uh, uh got sober by the end of 2017 and, and really took it up a notch. Yeah, and I mean, since then you have absolutely blown up. Like, I think I remember when I joined Crypto Twitter, like back in, I don't know, August of last year, so probably about a year ago. I think I remember following you and you had like two or three thousand followers. And then just in the matter of I don't know, a couple months, I think now you're up to, what are you getting close to 30 now, huh? It's 30, man. I'm at like 20. Woo! <laughs> I'm imp- I'm just impressed you're still sober. Uh, yeah, man. I-, I mean, I got in uh, late 2017. Um, I've started drinking more. I started <laughs> I-, I-, I started smoking cigarettes again. Um, I do, you well, know, probably an un- unreasonable amount of drugs for uh, someone of my age and uh, you know and family uh, setting. But... <laughs> Well, you know, oh, yeah, I'm, that's impressive, man. You had the opposite experience, though. You uh, you bought the tops. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did buy the top. Yeah, man. I mean, for me, it was just like I've I've partied like the last six, seven years of my life hard. You know, like did massive. If, if, if you massive. don't mind me asking, how old are you? Uh, twenty six. Okay. Call yeah. me when you're thirty five. We'll see how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like traveling going to Burning Man, eating like all, all the drugs that you can ever imagine. And uh, while it was fun and while I did a lot of cool stuff at that, I also realized like I wasn't living in like my like fullest potential. And I wasn't sure. like living up to what I really wanted to be creating in the world and really wanted to be doing. Um, and it wasn't just because like I wasn't doing that. I just didn't like I didn't have the opportunity that really inspired me like so deeply where I was like, fuck all this stuff. I'm just going to go out and I'm going to um, I'm going to get it. You know, I'm going to get it how I think I think you've done a pretty good job of translating that on on crypto Twitter for the most part. You, I would I would say you're probably one of the more inspirational guys. I'm glad you uh, just said that because I was going to go there. I'm you... like I, I feel good every time I read a a, a Shulnai tweet uh, or, or <laughs> yeah. I, I plug into a Periscope or a live tweet. You know what I mean? Like I always feel good. So yeah, can you talk on, on behalf... a little? Can you talk a little about that because you basically are I, like the motivational speaker of Twitter and, and like everything you have is very positive. And, um, I think you give a lot of people, you know, some really great advice. So talk a little bit about that and how you kind of translate that persona over to Twitter. Totally. Well, I guess I could start like, uh, I, I started like learning meditation like five years ago. And 
that kind of allowed me to get like a, deep, a deeper sense of, of my own personal awareness and my own like my own reality. Um, so that's kind of where those things kind of stem from. But but I think the importance of, of what I do and what I share is like the fact that, like like that is me. You know what I mean? Like I'm not sharing like uh, motivational tweets and things like that because like I think it's popular. Like that's just who I am, and that's like the things I talk about like normal day life and, and the things that I share. And like social media and crypto Twitter need to realize like it's not all about making trades. It's mm-hmm. not all about finding the bottom and making a, a two five X, you know, like this is like crypto is, is a lifestyle. It's, it's something that's beyond just making money from. And, um, and, and that's kind of where I, why I share that stuff is like, that's who I am. And like, it's part of the lifestyle that, that, that I live uh, in my own crypto lifestyle. Well, it's a good point you bring up too, because I think it comes off really, really genuine. Um, like, it's not like I read the tweet. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, this is, this is just some, some BS he's coming up with. It, it, it does come off pretty genuine. Um, you know, it's, 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 it definitely helps me out. I try to help folks out by letting them know how wrecked I am. Uh, that's, that's what I, that's what I bring to the space right. uh, to make people feel better about that. But I think uh, your motivational tactics are, are a little bit better than mine. So it's, it's pretty impressive. Totally, man. I mean, it's just about being yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, there's too many people trying to put on a front, like, Oh, I have so much money or, Oh, I made such a good trade. <laughs> Like nobody cares about that in, in, in reality. Like nobody cares. You might be popular for three months because you made a couple of good trades, but eventually you're going to make a bad trade and then people are going mm-hmm. to. Um, yeah. So yeah, my whole persona online, the whole Shilnai persona is really just who I am and, and sharing like a little bit more of that. That's awesome, man. So we appreciate uh, you sharing that with us. Um, the other thing that we obviously we are wrecked podcast, so we like to give some people. Speaking of some motivation, Chamber said he likes to motivate people with letting them know how wrecked he is. So we like to ask our guests um, some of their you know biggest wrecked stories since they've been in uh, in crypto. What's what's kind of some big wrecked stories you might be able to be able to share with our audience. I got so many wreck stories, man. Uh, <laughs> That's what we like to hear. <laughs> like the hardest wreck story you probably ever heard. Get wrecked! <laughs> uh, and this is when I first started, like in in uh, in, in full time in crypto back in 2017. You know, so I I I didn't take anyone's advice of like, oh, only invest what you can afford to lose. You know, right? Uh, <laughs> I didn't have much money there. And so investing what I could afford to lose, like, wasn't really an option. It was either for, for me, it was either go all in and, and, and go hard at it, which is what I like to do, or, uh, or, or just kind of sit on the sidelines and play it safe. Um, now, before, I'm going to pretense this with a disclaimer. Like, I don't ever advise anyone to do this. Um, <laughs> That's pretty much our whole show is that disclaimer. So don't worry yeah. about don't it. Don't do what we think. Perfect, because like you'll you'll learn like this is like this is a super wreck story. So um, I got in literally like the first or second week. I was following pump and dump coins. Like that, that was like my strategy. I was like, how can I become rich really really quick? Uh, <laughs> like, that, that Makes sense so far. Yeah. So me and like twenty people joined Palm Beach Confidential, paid like a hundred dollars each to like get uh, Tika's calls. I don't know if you're familiar. Oh with yeah. Palm Beach. Oh yeah. I actually saw a tweet yesterday that just said, I forget who had put it out, but it was just, it was obviously joking, but it said, uh, when next Palm Beach, Conf- uh, Palm Beach Confidential Pump. <laughs> that was good. It's so true. 
Um, no, yeah, so he used to pump coins like crazy. And one day he called Potcoin, and um, I just got I – was, I was looking at it, and I was like trying to log into Bittrex, got into Bittrex. It was up like 65%. I was like, oh, it's not bad. I'll buy it. So <laughs> mind you, I was playing with a very large portion of my portfolio, like a very large portion of my portfolio at the time. Right. <laughs> it was really wow. dumb. <laughs> um, I didn't have a strategy. I didn't know like what to do in an investment. So I was playing like pretty much all in plays, just trying to get rich really, really quick. Uh, really dumb. And this is also when I wasn't sober too, by the way. So this is when I was drinking and smoking and like, um, like excessively in an, in a very unhealthy way. Um, so I probably wasn't in a clear state of mind. Um, but anyways, I was buying, I bought Podcoin. It went right up. Uh, uh, like another 50%. I was like, oh, nice. I tried to sell it. Bitrix froze. It crashed and pretty much lost 70% of my portfolio in a matter of three months. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Correct. Um, but don't worry. That's only phase one of the story. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next week, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty depressed. Like, I threw my phone. I was angry. And then I got through it, went into the depression phase. I'm, I'm sitting at my house, and my buddy hits me up, and he's like, yo, man, like, I got this uh, this ICO for you. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, man, I think it's going to do really well. And this is when the BitConnect, like, Ponzi scams were really popular, you know? And this was one of the spinoffs of BitConnect. Uh, uh, and they were doing really, really well, you know? They would literally go 100x. So uh, I was like, sure, I'll put my money into that, you know? So I threw the last 30% of my money into a BitConnect Ponzi scheme. Oh, and, oh my God. Yep. And the next, wow. week, the next week, they exit scammed. Oh, oh my God! The, yep. Is it that BitConnect X? No, no, it was. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was another one. Um, and and it just got wrecked, man. Just like pure wreck. I didn't have a strategy or anything. Uh, it was pretty much almost all my money that I had invested in, in, like, like it was all my money invested in crypto, but it was almost all the money that I actually had uh, to live off of. Oh my God! Yeah, it was bad. It was super bad, and um, and so. That's when I was like, okay, forget all this shit. I'm getting sober. I'm getting my mind clear. I'm going to build an investment strategy, and I'm going to reinvest. I'm actually going to take this seriously as a long-term investment, not a quick, get quick, rich uh, scheme, you know? And yeah. uh, that's, that's when everything changed for me. I think, uh, I, think very, I think a lot of people have a very similar story to you on that. Um, I remember when I first started – uh, I was in this discord group and they were like, oh yeah, we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna move these markets and pump these coins. And, you know, they were also in on the, uh, the PBC, uh, the Tika calls. And, you know, the thing with those is like, they go out and then, uh, then they, by the time it gets to your little shitty group, like, <laughs> um, it's already, it's already too late. And then they're dumping their bags on you. So I've been there. And then I could, I specifically remember the pot coin thing actually, because I was up, I was all about that as well. And so, um, so that's, a, yeah, that's a, a pretty good wreck story. Do is pot coin the Dennis Rodman t shirt coin? Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Shout out to Rodney. I don't have a bag of that. Yeah. Uh, So, so talk a little bit about how you overcame that because you know it sounds like you were, you know, pretty much 
all in and lost almost all of it. So, you know, that, that becomes now a real life wrecked, which we also like to talk about on this, uh, on this podcast. So, you know, kind of where did you learn, um, and develop your investment slash trading strategy? Um, and then what kind of advice would you give other people kind of maybe in that same boat? Uh, where did I develop my business and life strategy? Um, just from experience, man. You know, I think people people discount and discredit experience a lot, and um, and and the major thing is like you got to go through a lot of different life experiences to build 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 your own strategy, not just for investment but for life. So where did I build my investment strategy? One, I was learning from other people, hundred um, percent. I was walking around. I was I was in in Telegram chats. I was in every single conversation that you could be in. I was on Twitter, all the different stuff, and. Um, and the, the the major thing about uh, about that is, is is I wasn't listening to everyone. I, I was well, let me rephrase that. I was listening to everyone, but I wasn't taking in and just listening to their advice and, and using it as my own. I was always uh, restructuring it in a way that uh, that was that was beneficial, that was positive, um, and and in a way that like worked well for me. So the, the, the fact is like everybody has to build their own strategy and, and, and they have to have the self-awareness first of what works for them. So I had a bunch of life experience from traveling and going through a bunch of different stuff uh, before I got into crypto that, had, that gave me a, a decent amount of self-awareness to say, um, I'm, I'm, I, I know what I'm doing. I, I, I'm self-aware of myself. And now how can I apply that self-awareness to a specific industry or to a specific skill to become very good at it? Cool. That's awesome. Take uh, take notes, listeners, because that's a, that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good 180 from all inning uh, Palm Beach to where you are now. So that's pretty awesome. So uh, I mean that that itself took self awareness. You know, I had to realize, like, I had to be self aware to realize, oh, I'm not actually uh, doing like I'm not actually making a clear decision. You know, I had to have the self awareness that I was playing it for the short term and trying to become rich quick. Uh, which I don't even think people have the self-awareness of sometimes, you know? Totally. Uh, and I had to re-strategize and re-look at it and say, I want to play this in the long game. I want to uh, take this to a whole different level and, and play a different strategy than uh, than I than I previously previously had, had taken before. Chamber, were you ever a pump chaser? Um, No, no. I, I, I didn't get involved in any of the uh, pump and dumps or anything like that. Um, I did one ICO um, that was shitty. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, no pump and dumps. I just tried to listen to everybody. Uh, but when everybody's telling you to buy the tops of everything, it, it never really works out too well. Well, you know, you might've just been a bad, uh, uh, a prisoner of the timing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so... yeah I definitely, I definitely think that had something to do with it. Right. But you know, you didn't have the same opportunity cause you weren't in it before. You know what I mean? No. So, oh. and now, now you do cause prices are very low. <laughs> they are. I can't stop myself from buying at these prices. I've been buying dips forever. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. What, so, what what are your uh, opinions on the market right now, Phil? Shit, dude, it sucks. Yeah. Um, you know, I think everybody that we're going through some sort of phase. You know, everybody's out there guessing right now, guessing what phase we're going through, guessing uh, uh, is is this the the, the um, depression phase? Is the anger phase? Um, everybody, the really interesting thing about the market right now is everybody's talking about it like it is that Wall Street chart, right? Uh, right. That goes around all the time. Now, um, 
I'm going to admit, I don't have enough trading experience in, in regular markets in, in like the wall street markets and, and, and the stock markets to say like, Oh yeah, that's what's happening. Right. Um, or that even is a real thing. Um, but I do, do have enough awareness to say like, there is a possibility that that's not even true. And there is a possibility that it is true. So, um, I think the markets are completely wrecked right now. I think that people are, are really depressed, angry, but also the interesting thing is people are really positive still, right? So Twitter right now is, uh, insanely interesting to see the conversations that are occurring. People are still talking. People are still, um, getting highly engaged, which is not the same as other social platforms. Um, I was sitting and I was talking with, uh, uh, box mining and data dash. And they said their views are cut by like 60 or 70% on YouTube. Oh, I, wow. I guarantee that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And people aren't engaging on their posts and things like that. And I told them, I was like, that's weird because it's actually the opposite for crypto Twitter. Like my profile may not be growing at like the crazy rate that it would grow during a, a, a full bull market, but it is growing at a rate that's like significant. And, 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 uh, people are still engaging, you know, I, not, not to ramble, but I sent a tweet like an hour ago and said, Hey, is anybody still out there? Is everybody still good? <laughs> I saw that. And it's like got 500 likes in two hours and, and like 300 people commenting say, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still in it. Let's still get it. Let's still do this. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, um, let's, uh, let's move on. Let's get to, let's get to our news. So, uh, Chamber, why don't you start us off today with the news? Well, I woke up this morning. Um, obviously, that, that's good news. <laughs> I did wake up this morning, so good news to start off the day. Uh, <laughs> as uh, some of you may know, I'm a big uh, KuCoin fan, but uh, I'm not a huge Ian Bellina fan. Mm. Um, and the Venn diagram uh, <laughs> has occurred <laughs> uh, with, with Ian Bellina now being the ooh, uh, an advisor global advisor i believe is the term that was used uh for kucoin not a hundred percent sure what uh what the thought process was on that one for kucoin um but uh, i saw a great tweet somebody posted not about maybe a half an hour ago where it was a kucoin listing for um for evernote uh, which I thought was, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought that was pretty cheeky. That's so mean. I love it. So, <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it affected my, it affected my trade today, obviously with the markets being where they, being where they are. Um, normally I would probably try to pick something up on KuCoin. I didn't. I went to Binance and, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, so but a, but a, is this going to affect your KuCoin usage going forward? Is it that significant for you? It's no, it probably won't. I feel like uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I have enough KuCoin gems as uh, you know, as the market's being demolished right now. Um, I picked up some some kind of a, I guess bigger market cap, uh, bigger market cap tokens and coins today. So. Well, you were very proud of one you bought today. What'd you buy? Yeah, I bought my first bag of Neo. So I apologize <laughs> to all the Neo holders out there. It's gonna dump the like chamber crazy now kiss of death. <laughs> it is. It it's actually one of my biggest bags now. It was so cheap, and uh, yeah, couldn't help myself. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, well, I saw that this morning. I thought it was an interesting move. I I think you know we haven't really seen an exchange. 
uh, come out with, you know, ambassadors and advisor roles and things like that. As far as I am aware, I've never seen that with an exchange yeah. before. So, um, I mean, and Ian Bellina. I'm really. One of them. I think I'm just. I think I'm just more upset that they didn't choose me to be their ambassador. <laughs> right. Um, You've I made it very really clear. Down to. Right. You've I made mean, it I'm, very clear. I've been on the record. I've been on the record. <laughs> awesome. Um, anyway, all right. Next story. What do you got for us, <laughs> Cynthia? This is this one's near and dear to your heart, isn't it? <laughs> this is uh, an article about the Ethereum uh, drop in the market the past two weeks. Um, did ICOs cause Ethereum to drop 44%? Uh, it's, what is it at right now, guys? Like 260, I think? 261. Two, no, it was, okay. It was like at, uh, at 256 yeah. earlier when I looked at it. Mm-hmm. I, bought some, I bought some more at 250. Oh, you did this morning? Yeah. Yep. Nice. I have to average down. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, it's an article about, um, just, uh, putting it out there that, you know, nobody really knows the reason for the drop, um, but that it could be all of the, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars that ICOs have raised in ETH and that they could be, uh, dumping them for, uh, whatever their fiat coin is or whatever. Do you think, do you think these companies haven't shed some of those Ethereum already like to me i would imagine when it's fifteen hundred dollars or you know even seven hundred and fifty dollars i'd be dumping that why wait to two hundred and fifty dollars or three hundred dollars right yeah i think that's a an interesting point the on the other hand you know there was a time when it never looked like it was going to come back down (laughs) and so you (laughs) could if you're if you're a project that raised you know 10 million in ethereum and it's at you know a thousand dollars, and the market's going crazy, and you keep seeing it go eleven hundred, twelve hundred, and you're like, okay, well, we can be We're super, wait. super, yeah. super yeah. rich here, <laughs> and like, uh, so you know, you wonder if any of them speculated on their own projects. Well, and things. I, I think a lot of it, though, it has to do with timing as well. Like when EOS migrated to their own platform, uh, they did dump a significant amount of ETH. Uh, like a couple of weeks prior to mm-hmm. the official when the, you know, the airdrop happened and with the EOS tokens, um, which you can't really blame them because they, you know, were migrating to their own platform. But right. so it, it, I think it just kind of depends per project on when they, when they're going to dump it. If it's, you know, just a little bit gradually or if it's all going to be at once. But I would think that, yeah, mm-hmm. if a bunch of projects did dump all at this, around the same time. Obviously, it can manipulate the price, but what I thought was interesting was that um, these guys have millions of dollars in ETH. They can unload on the spot market, but they can also short it before they do that on the futures market. So oh, they're manipulating it in favor of their shorts. So not only are they dumping their ETH, but they're also making money shorting it. Uh, that's interesting. I actually, never, I actually never considered that. That's pretty interesting. So Right. It's hedging. That's, that's, that's a huge thing, and as well, like you got to think about it. Like wow, most of those ICOs, those ICOs are in trouble. You know? They raised thirty to fifty million when Ethereum was at fourteen hundred. Now it's three hundred dollars. You know? Right. Yeah. Their whole yeah. plan, their whole strategy of like, if they were actually going to use that thirty million dollars for specific things, is pretty screwed at the moment. 
Yeah. Well, even absolutely. if it's even if it's just as simple as paying employees that work for the company, like you can't pay employees on you know a fraction of what you had, right? Right. Exactly. So I think there I think there's definitely some panic going on there. Mm-hmm. I don't see any other reason for like what like a fifteen percent dump of Ethereum yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, in two hours. Two hours. It happened. Yeah, it was day, right when hours. we were. It was right when we were recording. We literally were giving live updates of Ethereum just <laughs> dying in front of us. So, and uh, my husband and I were at dinner actually, or maybe it was lunch. But like we got there and it was like two eighty five, and then you looked when we left and it was like like two fifty six or something crazy. And I was yeah. like, "Are you kidding me?" And you're like, uh, "Good thing I we can't pay for dinner now." So you ended up having to wash <laughs> you ended up having to wash dishes, didn't you? <laughs> what, what are your guys' thoughts? Like uh, in February, when we when we really dropped hard, there was a big bounce. I think we, I think Bitcoin got back up to maybe ten and a half, mm-hmm. just over ten, I think. Yeah. Um, I. It feels similar. I'd say the last couple of days, I felt similar to that. Um, are you guys anticipating a big bounce? No, I am not. I don't <laughs> think so. I think, I think we're down, and I think we're going to stay down for a long time. Why do you feel uh-huh. like it's similar? I don't feel that way at all. I feel like it's it's very much different than that. <laughs> well, uh, no, I'm just talking about the last the last couple of days versus there was that you know I would say four had or five bit days. Of a Bitcoin. Huh. Yeah, we, yeah, we had about four or five days in February where it just dumped hard. Like, I mean, I mean, the severity of the dump is similar. Um, right, right. So, will we have a similar, you know, will we have a similar bounce? What are your question. thoughts, Shil? Oh, man, I don't think so at all, man. Uh, <laughs> Did you just tell me yes, even if you're lying? <laughs> live, man. I can't do that. Like. I appreciate. It. I appreciate your. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, man. I believe that. Um, no, but. Um, no, I think, I think this is, this is definitely, definitely different. You know, as you can see, there's, there's a huge drop from just like what January until like beginning of April timeframe. And then from April until like middle of May, that's, that's when the bounce happened. Um, this one is this, it's not like we started crazy high. Like we were already in a downtrend and already going down significantly. And Mm -hmm. we're just going down harder and, and faster with this drop. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't think it's similar at all. And, and, and I agree with you, Cynthia. I think, I think we're going to be down for a little while. Yeah. A couple I, of negative Nancy's. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> okay. Here, here's the, here's the bunch of brightness of the day. Chamber for here's, here's something. Shine, for you. Your, shine your light on me. I put out a, I put out what I thought was my best shill nigh like tweet the other day. And it was talking about the same exact thing where, you know, a lot of these people who bought at the top like yourself or whatever, if you got in in December or January and you bought in when things were very, very high and, you know, yes, you are, you're probably very wrecked right now, but it's another opportunity. Like these prices are prices you haven't seen one you haven't seen ever. And two, like these were prices that were there when I got in at the, like, you know, early 2017 so like it it's gonna give people that want to stick around and want to take advantage of these prices a, a really great opportunity for the next time the market does this because i do believe there will be a next time so if you have any ammo left like this is kind of where you this is what you've been dreaming for because you can't buy a twenty thousand dollar bitcoin you can buy a three thousand dollar bitcoin or 
vice versa, whatever. So, you know, and, and this will set you up to make your money back and hopefully not only that, more. Yeah, like not only that, but like you also are setting yourself up to have an opportunity where you actually have time to learn this market. Mm-hmm. Totally. That, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. That's exactly I, what I said. I said turn, take everything you've learned in the last, you know, eight months and use it now. Like this is when you're, this is when you're supposed to be using it. Well, it's it's funny. We were talking about it yesterday uh, with our interview with uh, Fungus, and when I got in, it was I, I didn't I didn't have a run up. Like I was already it was already running up. Like I just kind of jumped on board, and everything I was touching was, you know, doubling, tripling, quadrupling. And it was just, there was no, this was my first interaction with crypto and then it started dumping. But this time, and I think a lot of people might be in a similar situation, you know what that looks like. You know what the, the emotions are going to be, the euphoria, you know, and on the, on the flip side of that, you know what the depression feels like, you know what I mean? You know what it's going to feel like on the way down. Um, And hopefully like bunch of said, uh, I'm with you. I think there will be another, you know, another cycle, and we'll. I think we'll all be able to play that a little bit better. One hundred. Well, it's not going to be anytime soon, so you guys need to learn how to short. <laughs> it uh, can't get any shorter. Oh, it can get some. <laughs> it can get shorter. <laughs> I mean, it can, but I consider it a. Uh, you know, if I'm not shorting, I will be accumulating. Let's put yeah, it that I would way. say more so. accumulating. I'm not longing or shorting right now. I'm <laughs> accumulating. Like these are prices that I feel good saying, okay, I can start buying and averaging down in because yeah. you're getting to these prices that you're at yearly. You're almost at yearly support levels, which is like, okay, if you can't buy a yearly support level, then you know. That's what I'm saying. Like I bought, buy. like I said, I bought Neo today at fourteen dollars. <throat> it peaked. At $161. I mean, that's crazy. That is crazy. crazy. But anyway, that, that's our, that's our motivational speech for, uh, for all you out there today. Uh, I think we have one more news story. Shill, you got one for us? And we got the John McAfee 50 unhackable wallet is officially hacked. Uh, I don't know if this is a surprise to any of you guys, but it's definitely not a surprise to me. <laughs> so we Funny uh, you should say that. <laughs> yeah, we had so we had an interview with John McAfee a couple of weeks ago and he talked about the Bitfi wallet and he, you know, talked about how it was unhackable and you know, in in the in theory, I guess it it made sense. Um but I think what's what's even more important in this story is he was offering bounties for people that could hack the wallet, and yeah, how, how much was it? Like two hundred thousand dollars. hundred thousand, right? For someone who had to hack it. Yeah, and then like three, I, but three people I think hacked it. though is that the the caveat was that you had to get the coins off of the wallet, not just hack it, but you had to actually transfer money off of it. And I don't think anybody's done that. Like a couple of weeks ago, they got root. And now I think somebody else claims to have hacked it, but nobody's been able to, like, take Bitcoin off of the wallet and put it into their own. So that's okay. interesting because I saw I saw a tweet yesterday that said they uh, that was like giving even screenshots of somebody who had gotten into the wallet and like consolidated a bunch of the wallets into one one account 
And so I don't know if, obviously, I don't know if that counts, but I thought that was interesting that they were able to at least even move the money around inside of it. You know what I mean? Which is pretty mm-hmm. crazy. So that's interesting. But, I saw a screen of someone who had hacked the wallet and was playing like Pac-Man on it or something. Like yeah, that. I think I saw that one too. <laughs> I thought that was, I wasn't sure if it was real or not. I, I can't, I, I'm not technical enough to know if somebody's hacked anything. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's interesting. Were they playing Pac-Man or Hackman? man <laughs> Oh. anyway awesome so that'll do it for us for the news so we are going to go right into uh we're gonna have chamber put you on the spot she'll now we're gonna give you the rec test oh let's do it all right this is this is just five questions um you know you've been through the the market cycle now uh we just want to see how well prepared you're going to be for the next run so, the first question, uh, just answer as honestly as you can. We'll grade you at the end. First question is, uh, do you currently, uh, is your portfolio currently more than 70% altcoins? Ah, uh, yes. Ooh. Is I it more see. than 85 uh, by chance? No. No? Uh, that's the sweet spot, it sounds like. 70%. 70%, 70%. yeah. We had to adjust this number because we had it too high originally because Chamber was at like 98% alts. So, uh, <laughs> so question number two. Um, do you – one second here. I just want to make sure I'm getting the right question. Do you use more than three times leverage on BitMEX? I don't use BitMEX ever. That, that's the, no, me, I'm with you on that one. That one scares the crap out of me. <laughs> Um, question number three, do you own either Verge or Tron? No, I don't know. Buddy, you're looking good so far. Uh, do you own a hardware wallet? Uh, many. Many, many. there you go. That's wow. the right answer, Chamber. That is the right answer. <laughs> and final question, is Cryptopia in your top three favorite uh, exchanges? Sorry, say that one more time. Is Cryptopia? Is, sorry, is Cryptopia... In your top three favorite exchanges? No, definitely not. Wow. All right, he did good. <laughs> That's an eighty percent on the rec test. You got it. One out of five. Not bad. That's because he spent a long time uh, perfecting his investment strategy. People, That's so exactly go right. go learn go go learn yourselves, and <laughs> and you'll be eighty uh, percent positive answers. These are obviously just questions we made up that chamber. Uh, answers yes to so <laughs> yeah i feel if you answer uh in the opposite of how i answer you're doing very very well so you're, you're, you're solid <laughs> cool man so uh our next our next one is a fun little segment that we do we're calling it the purge so the purge is essentially if you had if you could take away one project from the crypto space um with obviously no repercussions, what would it be? Now, the catch is you cannot use anything that our former guests have uh, already chosen. So the the list is that have already been picked is Tron, Ripple, Ethereum, Verge, EOS, and last night was Bcash. So uh, you can pick a project to purge and tell us why. Damn, I was just about to say Bcash. <laughs> that was the uh, we were surprised that no one had said it yet, and it was taken literally last night. <laughs> Man, that's interesting. Um, 
does it have to be like a coin project or can it just be something that's involved in the crypto space? Uh, you can go you can go any way you want with it. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. We haven't had anybody do that yet. Cool. Um, hmm. This is where we'll insert the Jeopardy music. I'm, I was thinking about that <laughs> exact same thing. Sorry, this could have huge ramifications for whatever he's going to say. Right? I don't, okay, so I'm not going to give you something suspe- like yeah. a specific name of something, but what I am going to give you is uh, exchanges. So I think there's some very successful exchanges. You know, I think KuCoin, I think Binance. Um, to a degree are doing it well as, as well as like IDEX on decentralized exchanges but I think there's too many exchanges going on right now uh, and, and, and too many people trying to get into the exchange business um, too quickly like I don't know I'll, just, I'll throw a name out like crypto bridge you know like things exchanges that don't add any value to the space that are just like literally copies and mockups to of, of other exchanges in order to to get fees from from you know, transferring in and out coins. Mm-hmm. like that um, yeah I think we can get rid of that stuff I mean, yeah I think that's a really good point because I mean when we were in that bull run it was like a new exchange popping up every single day and you know that who I mean who knows where these exchanges were coming from and and wow. you know the, the big- more exchanges that we are the more exchanges we have the less liquidity that each exchange will have and that's a that's a really good point yeah yeah and a lot of these exchanges have fake volume. Yeah. So, like, it's it's kind of hurting the overall understanding uh, of where we are with crypto. Because hey, if, if this like said, this place says they have fifty billion dollars in volume, but they only have twenty billion, then is like the market cap of crypto really two hundred billion or right. like one hundred eighty, one hundred seventy billion? Exactly. Yeah. That's um, a good point. It, it it hurts the clarity and it hurts the the transparency of what crypto is supposed to be. Sure, absolutely. So, what what's your opinion on like decentralized exchanges in general versus you know something like a Binance where you can uh, where they're basically holding people for ransom to get listed and things like that? I think they're both necessary, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think the the multitude of them are necessary, but I think they're both necessary. I'm I'm a huge fan of of Dex's uh, decentralized exchanges. Um, IDEX is, is like one of my favorite favorite exchanges. That's why when you ask me like Cryptopia, um, like really it's like Binance, KuCoin, IDEX. Those are the three exchanges I use. Uh, if I need to use another exchange to go buy something, I'll do it. But those are the three that I will consistently use and will consist- consistently go back to. And IDEX is really number one. Um, there's no limitations to, to list a coin or a new project to get it off the ground. And uh, during a bull market, it has a ton of volume. Not volume to compete with some of the uh, other exchanges that aren't DEXs. Maybe but you would you would call it actual volume though, like it's oh, yeah. whatever it says. It's it's that's exactly. the real volume. Exactly. Exactly. Chamber, you need to learn how to use IDEX. I know. I got. I got. Yeah, I put some stuff on there the other day. I put some. I put some uh, sell orders in. So. I, I mean, is a big fan of IDEX as well. Oh yeah, I I've used it a bunch of times, and I think it's. Uh, you know, I love the idea of the decentralized exchange. The problem that I've found is finding the ones with, 
you know, enough volume to either trade or without, you know, massive slippage. So, and I think IDEX uh, definitely is that, which is interesting because uh, in our next segment, we, uh, we're going to let you pick uh, three projects that you think are going to perform well over the next couple months. So we're calling, we call this our wrecked index. So we actually are going to, you know, put our money where our mouth is here. And we, we have a little wrecked index fund that we uh, purchase all these coins in and we track them for all of our guests. So um, what, what three projects, if you had to mention a couple that you, you believe in, you think that are going to be great going forward, um, what what would you what would you choose there? And these are things, yeah. We're gonna purchase these today too. So don't wreck us. Yeah, no, I mean it can't it can't get <laughs> you can't worse. get you could throw a dart yeah. at this point and sure. not get much more wrecked. Kundi uh, X, I think Kundi X is gonna yeah. be huge. Uh, not only from an investment standpoint, but from a technology standpoint. I met with a team in Asia, really cool project. Saw what they're doing in person and made me really bullish on it. Uh, can you uh, can you do so? Uh, this is one that I personally am interested in, um, and my brother is a huge fan of. Um, can you describe kind of what it is that they do and and where you see them fitting in in the space? Yeah, totally. So they got payment processing devices for crypto, and and uh, they're already getting rolled out throughout all of Asia. Um, I think there's five thousand that just got rolled out in Japan because they just launched it, and they've got a few in Hong Kong and a couple other places. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much a payment. Payment device that allows you to pay with crypto when you enter into a store. It's pretty awesome. So when you think of something like like you know, when you think of mass adoption, things like this are super super necessary for that to you know be an easy process. Whether it's a you know a mom and pop shop or you know a huge restaurant or something like that. Thing you know when you talk about mass adoption and making stuff easier to use for people. I think this is a, a really interesting one. Um, so I'm glad I just, you brought that had up. A, I just had a quick follow-up. Um, what's the difference between uh, Pundi X and Pundi XNEM? XM? XNEM. It looks like it's on the NEM platform. Uh, platform. I, uh, I just pulled it up, and I, I'm getting both versions. So I just didn't know uh, if yeah, it was... I, I... Well, I haven't done enough research on the on the XNEM to, to really understand it. And... Uh... Yeah, I don't really know these exact differences. Okay. That's your homework, Chamber. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> and by the way, that's an easy one for us because I think it just got listed not too like a month or two ago on Binance. So that'll be Perfect. an easy one for us to buy. What else you got for us, Shil? Uh Quant Network. Uh, Quant Network is like a cross-chain platform. Uh, I'm just really bullish on it because it's sitting under ICO price right now. It's been really, really wrecked. It's been up and down, so... Uh, I bought it at the beginning of June, I want to say, or the yeah, beginning of June time frame, and in a month made a two X on it, sold it, uh, and then it just got wrecked again the other day, right back to right next to where my entry price was. Oh, nice. uh, so yeah, trying to trying to what's buy. The, what's the ticker on that one? Uh, QNT. It's only on IDEX right now. It's not even okay. on. I don't think it's listed on Coin Market Cap yet. I don't think it has enough volume to be on there. Uh, but this was like a huge, huge, like it is a huge project, but it was a huge project before the bear market hit. Everybody was really into it. Uh, the bear market hit, they could barely even sell out their ICO. Uh, market cap, I think, is under about under 10 million right now. I think it's probably like seven or eight million. I don't know exactly, but um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good one, in my opinion. Cool. 
You got one more for us? Yeah, man. Um, I'm a big fan of Hero Node. Um, ticker is her, H-E-R. Um, I've never heard of this one. I, I love the ticker symbol. I think it's like, like, if you get a good ticker symbol, then you're... you're, you're I agree. It's half the battle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's half the battle, exactly. Um, but this is a cool project out of China. Um, I think it's fog computing. I don't I don't know the full technicals on it to be 100% honest with you, but from an FA perspective and an investment perspective, they're backed by Finbushi, but not only are they backed by Finbushi, which if you don't know, Finbushi is one of the largest investment funds out of China. Um, they're also one of the first crypto companies in Finbushi's incubator program. Um, so they're going to be working with Finbushi to, to get all their stuff out. Um, Market cap's tiny right now. Um, I don't know the exact market cap, but it's definitely small. It's probably like one point eight million. Wow, it? really? One point eight million. All right, you just I, I gotta go buy a bunch more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally five x under ICO price right now. Five x. Wow. I mean, I bought it. I bought it a couple of weeks ago when it was only three x under ICO price. I was like, this is the best buy ever. But no, it just keeps going down. I gotta tell you, like when we're talking about IDEX here, it's Chamber. I feel like IDEX is gonna be your new best friend because it's when we talk about all these ICOs and I think like these decentralized exchanges are gonna be the next. They might be like ICO killers because all these ICOs are getting bought up and they have these huge like uh, bonuses and they have these huge like early investor bonuses. So the price that normal people are paying is not what these early, early, early investors are right. paying. So then they hit exchanges like a, D, a DEX like IDEX and they dump really hard because you got these guys that got, you know, basically not, not Pen- free pennies, tokens, penny, but pennies, pennies on, on the, the dollar. dollar right? right. And then so, you know, you can go scoop up stuff before it hits like really big exchanges there and you can find some really awesome deals there. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the goal. That's the super goal. Um, and especially so... Some of these projects won't last. Um, I, I mean, I'm not, not the three that I picked tonight. <laughs> right. Projects won't last, you know? So, like, to give people who are listening a little reasoning about why I'm picking, like, let's just say her, for example, uh, Hero Node, um, I like to bet on projects that are bet on by big people. And Fenbushi is huge. It's, like, one of the biggest incubators in uh, – one of the biggest incubators as well as one of the biggest funds in China – um, and not only that, but they're actually building their own ecosystem in the cryptocurrency realm. So they back all these different companies that I imagine they have a master plan where they're going to say, oh, this is going to do this to support this, to support this, to support this. Sure. And they're all going to work together. So, uh, yeah, if, if something's sitting at a $2 million market cap with big, big, big boys betting on it, like I, don't, I, I think it's just... Uh, uh, obvious, yes. Just I'm on uh, Finn Bushy's website right now, guys, so I will let you know after the show what else we should be investing in. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we'll share that in our Telegram, so if you uh, aren't in our Telegram, come uh, come get us there. Um, but awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, that pretty much wraps up our segments. We want to give you, you know, kind of an open platform here to kind of talk about anything that you're involved in, where people can find you, where you're going to be, uh, anything you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I'll share one little, one extra project that, um, I didn't share in the last one because you can't go buy it yet, but it will be listed on exchanges, I think, by the end of the year. Um, I'm, I, full disclosure, I got, I just got invited to be an advisor for this project. A couple of really good friends of mine are, are actually making it. Cool. Um, also backed by Fenbushi. It's called Agora. 
uh, agora.vote is the website. Um, and I'm just, re I'm really bullish on this, 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 this project. Uh, and, and what it is, is, it's a voting platform. So it's a public and private voting platform. Uh, they did all of the voting for the presidential candidacy in Sierra Leone. Um, oh, they're working. I've heard, uh, I think I've heard about this one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna be massive, man. Uh, they're, they're they're working with a lot of other governments right now. They like, um, I don't know if I'm really allowed to say who, but but they're they're in talks with other governments to to get them on the voting platform. Uh, but the thing that makes Agora unique is most of these uh, voting things that are going on right now, the other coins, um, they they. They don't have uh, their own blockchains. So they're working on top of other blockchains, so it's 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 not a hundred percent secure for the votes, um, and it's not a hundred percent transparent. Uh, so, like the people who are running the voting platform could technically go into the votes, see who voted for who, and things like that. Um, but with uh, with Agora, they're actually building their own blockchain um, to support Agora and all of their DApps on Agora, and um, yeah. Uh, that's the quick enough show, show about it, but it's, that, it's it's definitely one of the the top projects of, of my pick for 2019. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that that sounds super interesting. I, I think you made a really good point with uh, some of these other voting ones that don't have their own blockchain. It's it's uh, kind of defeats the purpose of a voting um, uh, a voting platform if you're using so, uh, another blockchain. But uh, cool, man. Anything else you want to talk about? Where you're going to be? Where can people find you? Anything like that? Yeah, man, I'm going to be all over the place. So I'm going to be in Chicago for Voices of Blockchain. I know a lot of people are headed out there. Um, I'll be in San Francisco in September for uh, uh, panels, uh, influencer panel at Stanford. Um, I'll be back in Asia for a little while. Um, but yeah, if you want to find me, just head over to my Twitter, CryptoShillNai. Uh, hit me up on Telegram at IamNai. Yeah, I'm, I'm always open for conversation, always open to chat and help and support how I can. Awesome. When are, when are we when are we gonna get on an influencer platform? Yeah, I mean, come on, <laughs> Shil Nye, help us out here. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm gonna be one of the voices at the Chicago event. You're, yeah, but you're you're a real influencer. <laughs> yeah, so Cynthia will be in in Chicago with you. That's that's next weekend. Yeah, uh, I'll be there. Nye will be there. Walk in, Yeezy, bunch of people. Dale. The creme me, de la creme. Yeah, me, me and Chamber <laughs> will be sitting on our couches. Yeah. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you guys while I'm there. You can be there with Shil, me in spirit. Yeah, Shil, you gonna good. you gonna have the mask on there or no? Oh, man, I go to conferences without the mask and uh, just rock it for pictures and, and videos and stuff. So everybody's going to see who I am. It's going to be crazy. All right, <laughs> Cynthia, you got to report back. Um, when... <laughs> the, the, the top half sure is handsome. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Cool, man. But uh, th yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. It was a, it was an awesome chat. Um, just some housekeeping items for us. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at rect underscore podcast. Join us in our telegram group at t.me backslash rect underscore podcast. Leave us some reviews, five stars, please. If you like us, um, or if you're Raptor Jesus, just talk shit at us, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Oh, I, uh, by the way, Bunchu, Cynthia, I have some great news. I just refreshed our RSS feed. And we have officially uh, had, no, we know we we have uh, received more than ten thousand downloads of the podcast. Wow! Woo! 
That's yeah. awesome. In a, in a very short amount of time. I mean, we've Six only weeks. been, yeah, we've only been doing this Six for weeks, a couple weeks. That's pretty awesome. Well, we really, we have to thank all of our guests because yeah, no, only, no one, no one tunes in to listen to us. They want to mm-hmm. hear Shill Nye. They want to hear McAfee. Hey, speak for yourself, you degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But anyway, yeah, so um, tell your friends about us. Tell your enemies. We don't care who you tell. Just tell somebody. Uh, but that's about it. That'll do it for us. Uh, I don't have a BitMEX wrecked of the week today because I just gave I'll, you one I'll, yesterday. I'll be, the, I'll be the wrecked of the week. I uh, feel super wrecked. Uh, <laughs> BitMEX wrecked of the week is Chamber liqui- liquidated long on life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that'll do it for us today. Ten, ten million contracts. Yeah, ten million contracts. <laughs> Exactly. Thanks again, Shil Nye. We really appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much. This is definitely one of the most fun interviews I've done. So Awesome. Well, we appreciate oh. that. So uh, we'll leave it there. So as always, until next time, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice. <laughs>